Hey guys, it's Bob Parker with Caleb Hawk for another episode of Tell Me Why I Should Care. Today we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming election, landslide, Trump 2020 landslide, and probably talk a little bit about Caleb's new haircut. So let's do it. Trusting is one thing I don't know When it comes to the campaigning men But I'll meet you at the election When I vote for the whole Alright, so it's been a couple months it feels like since we've done one of these because Caleb has been super busy I and I'll tell you what, it's a good thing because Caleb works for a great company called Circwest, yes. which is one of our sponsors and Caleb, if you would, go ahead and tell us what the media conglomerate Circwest is. A spiel, if you will. Please do. Uh, we do live stream events, we do videos, we do anything you need for your corporate audience or your nonprofit audience. Uh, we are video solutions and tech solutions. If you need a custom app, we can help you with that too. Uh, pretty much anything that you think you need that's pretty cool, we can do it for you. Or anything, yeah. Did you know that there are some businesses that also can be nonprofits? Uh, and that's a bad thing, by the way. I've yeah. experienced that before. So people say, Bob, oh, have you ever thought about getting into the nonprofit world? I'm like, get into it. I'm trying to get out of it. I would lie and say that I'm drinking rail yard beer like I did that one time, but I'm not. Well, we don't have it anymore. We, last, last episode, we did talk about how we dumped it. And we did. That was a post-dump episode. This is a pre-dump episode. No, that was a pre-dump episode. This is after this is we've a already dumped. Dump episode. We have now dumped the beer, and it was a sad day for for everyone. You're dumping. You're you're making dumps. But we are going to come back. So, since we recorded our last episode, one of our main sponsors, the main sponsor, Dreamland Barbecue, because it sponsors me, has temporarily hey, hang closed. Hang on a second. Talk for me. Hey, what's up, Caleb? All right, yeah, yeah we're good. Keep talking. All we're right, good. so. Sorry about that. Let's everybody. talk about how one of our main sponsors, Dreamland, is temporarily closed. What do you mean, temporarily closed? Like, we're not open right now. I like, can't, we didn't talk closed. about this. Yeah. No, last time we talked about Dreamland being a sponsor, please come see us. Yeah. This time, it's Dreamland, our sponsor, is temporarily closed for up to six months due to COVID. So, COVID has put our store on a hiatus, mothballed it, if you will. And it is our hope and desire and dream to reopen the Dreamland location downtown at 12 West Jefferson, probably between the months of March and April. So what does that mean for Bob and all the stuff that I get to do right now? Well, I'm not one to sit back and watch things happen. So we're trying to do some other things. We're doing catering. We've got events scheduled for December. We can do all their on-site, we got three private event spaces. We can do site to you, your home, your business. So Dreamland is still catering during our hiatus downtown, but our dine-in is closed, our brewery is closed, but we are looking forward to the day that it all comes back. The last time we talked was pre any debate, I believe. Is that Debates. right? Yes, it was. We did not speak after that first debate. By first debate, you mean? The first Trump-Biden crap. Debacle debate. Yeah. Yeah. Where Trump should have just let Joe talk, but 
let's roll right into the last night's debate where Trump got the memo that said, let Joe talk, because when Joe talks, Joe talks. Yeah, whenever Joe talks, he says he wants to abolish the entire oil industry. Yeah, because it pollutes. Yeah. <laughs> because it pollutes. That's what, Joe, why do you want to do that? Because it, it, it pollutes. So, yeah, everyone who works in the oil in industry is marked those down for Trump votes, probably. Did you realize what? that the oil industry in America... Actually, I'm going to ask the question. I'm not going to tell you the answer. Where did the oil industry in America begin? And I'm not um, talking about whale oil, blubber, which was obviously the East Coast, okay, Newfoundland. Right. I'm talking about where did the underground black gold Texas tea oil industry start in America? What state? Do you want me to just guess because I have no well, idea? Obviously, I don't want you to Google it or search it um, under Arizona. Duck, Duck, Go. Arizona. Nope. It started in Ohio. So the Standard Oil Company, which was founded by John D. Rockefeller, was the titan who started the Standard Oil Company, which became a monopoly, which was busted up under Teddy Roosevelt and the Trust Busters. He became the titan of the oil industry, which started in Ohio, Pennsylvania, and places like that. Cleveland, Ohio is where John D. Rockefeller is from. Do you realize that John D. Rockefeller, if his wealth was still intact today, would be worth $400 billion? $400 billion. Jeff Bezos, 170. Of course, he had to give some to his ex-wife. Right. But Rockefeller's estate would be worth 400 billion. So, saying that, we got a guy that came on stage last night, pandering to the left, not to the right. One time he said, "Yes, we will end fracking." Now he says he's for fracking. But how can you be for fracking, which extracts oil from the ground through shale? How can you be for that, but you want to outlaw the oil industry? Did you also catch that he was going to be zero emissions by 2025? Right. Excuse me. That's a, that's a little less than five years from now. Not sure that's going to happen. Big Joe. The big guy. You, you catch that also? He's I the big guy in the, the Hunter Biden emails? I did catch that. So what do you think about all this? You think there's any validity to the pay-for-play, Joe Biden, Creepy Joe, the big man, Sleepy Joe? Uh... Yes. Um, I honestly think if there weren't any validity to it, they would try something else other than this is another Russian hoax. They would have another excuse of this is complete BS. Uh, he didn't really defend himself about it last night. He just said this is just a Russian hoax. Do you remember last episode, which you probably don't? It's a lazy excuse now. A month ago. That you and I discussed Ukraine and Hunter a month yes, ago. Yes, yes. So T Caleb and Bob on the cutting edge of, of media discussed this over a month ago. Look, here's the thing. I will. Can I tell you something? Tell me something. You'll be proud. You'll, you'll probably get a kick out of this. I'm kicking But ever already. since I've started doing this podcast with you, I <laughs> hate to admit this. Say it. I've Say been it. watching more Fox News <laughs> and like turning my nose up at other news sources more and more often. Well, you do realize that they are actually a little bit fair and balanced. Well, a little bit. I'll take, for instance, last night, like I'm coming at it at a moderate point of view. I don't care who's like, I just want to vote for the best person for the job. So I watched Fox news last night. I watched NBC. I watched, I, I flipped back and forth just to kind of get a feel for how the media is going to spin it. 
Fox News, they always spin in a little bit of Trump side, but they always have a Democratic point of view come on and just address their argument. Donna Brazil. Yeah, and they let her talk. They don't they don't bash her when they she says something. But when you go to Anderson Cooper on CNN, and they're back and forth, back and forth about how horrible this president is, and then have a uh, they'll have somebody from the conservative party on there, but they also bash Trump. I don't know if you've noticed that. Well, those those are never Trumpers, and they're also part of the establishment. Right. They're the swamp. I don't Republicans that are never Trumpers are what we call the swamp. They're entrenched in government, and that's how they make their money. But that's also how they enrich themselves. It's different than having a job. You asked, you texted me the other night. You said, "How many people your age are voting for Trump?" Yeah, how many millennials are voting for Trump? And I honestly don't know. And I honestly think that's why there's probably a lot of us. Um, a, most people that are actively speaking up on social media, my age, are going to be speaking up for the left side, but. There's not a lot of people actually doing it. I have a, a crap ton of friends on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that, and most most of my friends are quiet. So what does that tell you? It tells you that they're scared to say what they think because, because they're scared they get to be eviscerated by the far left. Now, here's the problem, too. We talked about this a little bit last time. The problem isn't the left. It's the far left. I agree. Okay? It's your AOC... It's your ilk that wants to have a Green New Deal, which outlaws fossil fuels. Now, look, I, I, I'm, I'm, let's just be honest for a minute. We all like the environment. We all care about trees and plants and water, right? We have to live on this earth. God said be fruitful and multiply. Okay, so everybody thinks that the world is, a, is we want it to be a healthy place to live. What are you going to do when you outlaw fossil fuels, meaning coal, natural gas, oil, and stuff like that. There's not enough sunlight in the day to power the world. There's not enough wind power to power the world. We talked about this early on. Do you know why the far-left communist socialist group likes the Green New Deal? Do you know why? If you weren't paying attention, I'll tell you again. You ready? Tell me again. It's all about control. If I control how much power you have, I control your life. Why do I need money when I control the power? Now, I'm not talking about power like I'm powerful. I'm talking about the mere fact that you get to have light today and not tomorrow. Don't, do, you, do you realize that in California this summer, this summer, they had rolling blackouts where they would shut the power off and say, hey, guys, y'all need to shut your power off tonight. We got this great uh, climate out here. No air conditioning, no power. We're shutting your freaking power off. What do you do if you're a restaurant that has a walk-in cooler or freezer full of food? What do you do then? What do you do if, you're, if it's a hospital? Oh, well, we're going to dictate who gets power. So think about this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Would you as Caleb Hawk with a family rather have unlimited access to power at a price that you can pay? Or would you rather have a bureaucrat dictating who gets power and when and at what cost? Now, a, a bureaucrat. Imagine, uh, you're, imagine you're the bureaucrat. Do you trust yourself enough to dictate who and when someone gets power and how much? Now, how long do you think it'll take before you start taking money from certain groups of people to give them more access to that power uh, immediately? Not very long. Let's say the first day on the job, some dude walks in and says, look, my industry needs more power 
but I want him to get less. Here's a million dollars. Uh, yes, sir. Sold. So it becomes an auction. Our lives become an auction. Only the rich and powerful have access at that point. That's what socialism and communism dictates. It is a bureaucrat with power to dictate your life. Uh, no, thank no you. No thanks. You may read you some of the uh, Twitter headlines today. Uh, go for it. Here's one. Trump described the air in India as filthy. Okay, well, how about this one? Joe Biden said that Abraham Lincoln was racist. Wait, that doesn't say that. There's nothing on Twitter about that. Well, he said it. He said Abraham Lincoln was racist. <laughs> did he say that? Yeah, he did. I don't know if he said he those said exact it. words. I heard him. I, I watched the whole debate. He said Abraham Lincoln over here. No, he's racist. Abraham Lincoln's racist. He, I, he did not say look, that. Look, look. You, you know you, I'm not going to let you, you get away with that. Do you understand that the far left's goal is not to fix America. Do you, do you understand that? Their goal is not to fix America. You know why? why? Should I tell you why? Their goal is to destroy America. Why do they want to destroy America, Bob? What, what, what would they gain out of that? I'm going to do a Los Angeles Times fact-checking okay, fact of the source. debate last night. Yeah. Why don't you just send that to uh, AOC's personal email? Hey, AOC, did he say this? Holy crap. Okay, so, hang on. Are you this doing devil's th advocate or is this This Caleb? entire, I'm just going to let you know, this entire article from Los Angeles Times is about 20 different things of correcting Trump and only two of Biden. Well, I wonder why. Because you're looking at the Los Angeles Times. I mean, you might as well have that, the, Stalin, the Stalingrad paper. So while you were making funny videos with cats over the last couple of months, I've yeah. been listening to books. And one book I just listened to was called The Road to Serfdom. So we talked... Serfdom? Serfdom, yeah. S-U-R-I-F? Being a serf. S-E-R-F-D-O-M. I got you, okay. So do you realize that the last time in America and the world, socialism had this massive push? I'm not talking about... The Cold War, because there was actual socialism and communism, like communist Russia and stuff like that. in the 60s? The Road to Serfdom was written by a German philosopher who moved to America. Actually, he moved to England, sorry. He moved to England to teach, I think at Oxford, maybe not, one of those schools there. And then they published this in America, The Road to Serfdom. They thought, man, nobody in America is going to like this. It sold out so fast, they had to keep publishing it. It was written 80 years ago. Are we a fourth turning again? Guess what else happened 80 years ago? What? The trust busting. They busted up Standard Oil and U.S. Steel. What are they talking about right now, 80 years later? Busting up Google, Apple, Facebook, and Twitter. They're talking about the tech conglomerates being busted up. 80 years ago, they busted up U.S. Steel and Standard Oil and some, other, and, and some other conglomerates. They had some more, or some monopolies. Started with Teddy Roosevelt. He didn't finish it because he, I think he was out of office. But the same thing they talked about 80 years ago with busting up monopolies, socialism, communism. Huh, are those back on the menu for 2020? I think so. So why is it that 80 years later, here we go again, listening to these morons talk about socialism and communism? Socialism and communism killed over a hundred million people 
in the 20th century. Sorry, 19th century. 100 million? 100 million. Do you realize how many Russians died in World War II? Did you know this? No, I don't. This, this you, is not... You ob obviously do. <laughs> you know a, a lot of information. Do you, do you realize how many Russian citizens died in World War II? No. 25 million. That's nuts. You know how many Americans died? Uh, no, I don't. Look that up. I think it's about four or 500,000 died in World War II. 25 million. You know why? That when Germany was invaded by Russia, they said, we're not going to give it back. We're going to keep all these countries that lead to Russia. You know why? They, they, they wanted 407,000 Americans. How many? 407,000. So right at 500,000 people, Americans died in World War II. 25 million Russians died. And the reason that the Soviets set up this impenetrable Iron Curtain was to protect themselves from German aggression. 27 million Soviet Union soldiers and civilians died. In World War II. So you understand why they really were really upset with the Germans after World War II and yeah. wanted to protect themselves? That's why they set up all those Soviet bloc countries. It was to protect themselves from another invasion. You've got to get through all this to get to us. Now, what does it have to do with today? Well, let me, let, let's, let's talk about this. I know we don't have much time. Say we got about five more minutes. Right. We got a huge election coming up on Tuesday, November 3rd. And when COVID hit, our first podcast was a result of that. And what did I say? Everything has to do with November 3rd. So let me ask you this, Caleb Hawk. Hey, let me throw this figure at you. 169 million was the total population of the Soviet Union during World War II. If 27 million died, hang on. Uh, it's not quite 20%. It's about 18%. That's ridiculous. All right. So now you understand why they're so, why they're so pissed off and want to protect themselves with these other countries. Yeah, a fifth of their population. All right. So let me ask you, let me ask you a question now that we're, we're what, seven months from March. Right. Okay? Do you agree or not? that COVID was weaponized because of November 3rd? No, no, it's a yes or no question. Yes. All right, do you <laughs> believe that the Democrats, the left-leaning Democrats that supported, that put Joe Biden as their president, do not plan for Joe Biden to stay president for long? I don't know about that, but I will say that out of both parties, they are the ones that have taken advantage of this COVID situation the most. It has been politicized um, both ways. I would say offensively by the def uh, Democratic Party and defensively by the Republican Party. Because uh, last night, I timed it. It was They spent 37 minutes on COVID. If I was Trump, I would have said, hey, here's a question for both of you guys, Joe and the moderator. Yeah, both of my debate opponents. If COVID never would have happened, what would we have spent 40 minutes on at the first part of this debate? What would we have talked about? That's what I would have Let asked. Let me ask you this. Do you realize that the third debate, which is this is supposed to be the third, yeah. is always, always about what? Foreign policy. Foreign policy. And the, the debate group came out and said, we're not going to make that the focus of this debate. Well, why do you think that happened? You think it has anything to do with Hunter Biden and Ukraine? Do you realize... That the thing that they tried to impeach him on first was Russian interference. And how come all of a sudden a phone call to the Russian president that says, hey, why don't you, 
you mind checking this out for us? I mean, we just want to know if this is true. That's what got him impeached. And do you realize that instead of dealing with COVID in, Jan in, in December, January, and February, what were we dealing with? Ukraine, Russia, right, I know. impeachment. And when he asked him that, Joe Biden was not an opponent. Let's remember that. Joe Biden was not what? When Trump did that phone call, mm -hmm. Joe Biden was not his opponent. Uh, yes, he was part of the Democratic Party. You're right. You're right. He wasn't. Party. So the whole premise of him, them trying to impeach him for using his power to go after a political opponent is BS. He was using his power to try to figure out what the heck was going on. Now, you do realize also that the reason that they hate Trump is not... My original thought was they hated Trump because he won and he proved them wrong. I'm, the more, you know what I realized? The more and more I do this podcast with you, the more and more I'm starting to sound like you. Well, I mean, I mean, you can't help it. It's compelling. <laughs> I'm look, still going to play this Devil's is gonna be, This is going to be the last couple of points I'm going to make. Okay. When, if you, if you look at what Biden stands for, Biden was not supposed to be their candidate. Do you realize that he's 77? He will be 78 if, and he won't, get elected? Do you realize that Obama was 48 when he got elected the first time? They went from a 48-year-old boomer to a 77-year-old silent generation guy. Okay, look, Biden was not supposed to be their candidate. And when and the, New York, the, the New York Times did a story on Biden, Hunter, Burisma, Ukraine. And then when they realized that he was running for president, they stopped talking about it. There are articles by the Washington Post and the New York Times that actually ask the question, what's going on with Burisma, Hunter, Biden, Ukraine? So here's a weird conspiracy theory for you. Oh, well, hold on now. We're not, we, we've not had any conspiracy theories yet. This is the first one. Okay. Well, I'll Acknowledge that, though. Our stuff we're talking about hadn't been conspiracy theories. Do you think the Democratic Party chose Joe Biden to be their leader of the Democratic Party this year simply because Trump went after him? No. You don't think that they were, they no. used their, like, okay, Trump went after him. We're going to impeach Trump because he went after the Democratic, no. the opponent. Who should have been the nominee in 2016 for the Democratic Party? Who should have been the nominee? Bernie. Who should have been the nominee in 2020? Bernie. All right. Why could they not nominate Bernie? They can't control him. That's not. That's you can't control him. And and no. what is what is the what have we what have we shown that the left is all about control? control. Yeah. Okay. Forget what you think about them. Forget what you say about them. Forget their policies. Forget pro-life versus pro. They are all about control. They control the narrative. They cannot control Bernie Sanders. He is a loose cannon. He's a Donald Trump. You can't. You what's he gonna say? Now here's the deal. Well, Bob, you say well they can't control Joe Biden. Look what that idiot says. But let me tell you something. They control the media. And the media makes excuses for Joe Biden. You can't excuse the stuff that Trump says as a media. You couldn't say, well, he didn't mean that. No, you know exactly what Trump said. So this argument about pollution and oil refineries and get rid of oil, who, who's going to back that? You think the people that are Democrat union workers that work in the oil fields are going to hear that and go, man, I can't wait to support Joe as he kills our industry. It's the same thing Hillary did in 16 in Pennsylvania, which is a huge coal, comp coal state. That was, the, I, honestly, I, the, what I took out of the debate last night is 
the Hunter Biden stuff is going to, we're going to keep talking about that to the election. But the biggest piece of ammunition the Trump side has right now is the freaking oil industry oil. stuff. You can't just say we're going to get rid of the oil industry and think, hey, this isn't going to sway some voters the other way. Not as we get oil independence. You realize that we are no longer subject to the oil gods. You realize also that Sudan today just normalized relations with Israel? That's all that, that the UAE did that? That Bahrain did that? You know why they did it? Because we don't need their freaking oil anymore. They don't hold that over our heads. In fact, here's the deal, guys. We don't need your oil. Kiss it. Keep your freaking oil, right? And guess Kiss what? Uh, hey, wait a minute. Why don't we normalize relations with this uh, democracy in the Middle East? Well, that's why they're doing it. Because they don't have the leverage over us anymore of oil. We have our own oil. And, and what, why do you think that Joe Biden wants to get rid of oil? Because he wants to sell our country out. So let's leave it with this. The election is in a week and a half, right? Are yeah. we going to do another one before then? I think we have to. I think, uh, <laughs> I think you probably want to do one that comes out election day. Okay, let's do one on Monday, the 2nd. Can you, come, can you turn around that fast? I mean, you are Caleb Hawk, the uh, media conglomerate god. Yes. Okay, so why don't we plan our episode on Monday, September, uh, uh, November 2nd. All of the craziness will have come out. All the proverbial stuff that hits the fan. So that's going to be a great day to record. I think we record prior and it, let's, let's record Wednesday. Okay. After so, the, after so the Monday election. and Wednesday. Yeah, we, we do one Monday that comes out Tuesday. And then we record one on Wednesday that comes out Wednesday. Okay. So we will or will not know who our president is because no, you already predicted. Know. No, we won't know. We won't know who it is. Unless it's, if it's a landslide. Yeah, it no, that, they've even said if it's a landslide, then you specifically can't call it. So one thing I have heard is that the Republican rate for absentee voting has been way higher than it normally has been. Do you realize that the people I know that are friends of mine that did not vote for Trump last time, that wrote a name in, are voting for Trump this time? They realize that their, their not revulsion, but their aversion to his tactics, the way he talks, because he's from New York. I personally probably would not be good friends with anybody from New York because the way they talk and the way they're aggressive and I in like your New face. York. But here's the thing. All my friends that did not vote for Trump last time that wrote in God or somebody, somebody else are voting for Trump this time. It's going to be a landslide. Hang on to your hats, folks. It's going to be a heck of a ride. Caleb and I are going to walk you through it. We're going to, we're going to get you there. Listen to this show. Be prepared for chaos. But also trust and know that God is in control and that this is all going to work out because it's his plan. Caleb, I appreciate your, uh, your, your exhaustive efforts to prepare for this episode, which included about five minutes of Googling stuff. Yeah, sorry uh, as, about that. as always, folks, we prepare for hours for this. It's not that I'm writing show notes like Dan Bongino. I'm reading and listening to stuff, absorbing so, it so that I can regurgitate it for you today. One thing we have to remember, too, is this is such a short episode. It is. That we don't have a break. We stayed focused. But play the music. Give me some more samples. If you don't know who the samples are, you probably are not as cool as you think you are. Listen to them. They're the best jam band from the Gen X years. We love you guys. Great episode, Caleb. See you next time on Tell Me Why I Should Care.
Trusting is one thing I don't know When it comes to the campaigning men But I'll meet you at the election When I vote for the hope of this land Carry on